0: Hey everyone, I'm Leslie Myrick. I'm an adventurous, organized, and enthusiastic interior designer based in Atlanta, Georgia. My mission is to help high achieving women bust out of their boring homes. This is the podcast version of my weekly Instagram live show, Bust Out of Boring. You can catch me live there every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Ready for actionable advice to create a kick-ass home you love? Let's bust out of boring. Hey everyone, Leslie Myrick here. Welcome to Bust Out of Boring, episode 73, Is It Okay to Mix Patterns? I think you're going to know the answer before I even say it, and the answer is yes. That's the end of the episode. See you next week. No, just kidding. But the short answer, yes, of course it is okay to mix patterns. That is something that gives a home a really eclectic, cool, collected interesting vibe that you just don't get when you stick to either one pattern or patterns that really are super safe together, like plaid and plaid or stripe and stripe, something that it's just so obvious it goes together. I think there's a sophistication in real pattern mixing when you're pulling things that kind of feel different, but somehow work. So today I want to give you two tips to do that to mix patterns in your home successfully. Tip number one is to find something in common between the two patterns. Often that is a color. Maybe it is a shape that's repeated in one pattern is repeated in another. Or perhaps there's, you know, some other design element. Maybe they both have birds. I don't know. But basically, you need to find something in common between the two. That's going to give you the most successful pattern mixing. It does not mean that thing is identical, but I have found when I look, can I kind of step back and I look at maybe three pillow fabrics I've pulled for a room, there's usually some common thread running through them and it could be a shape, it could be a color, it could just sort of be a feel they have. Maybe they're all very mid-century. Maybe they're all very feminine. They're very floral. Maybe they're all very graphic and modern. Find something in common between the patterns you're mixing. And that is a great, great first start. The second thing to look for when you're pattern mixing is different Scales. Okay, so first you got to find something that's the same. Find something in common between the two materials. The second thing is you need to look at the differences. Patterns that are a different scale tend to work better together. So let's talk for a minute about scale. Scale is how big something is in relation to what's going on around it. So if you're watching this video, I didn't plan this, but this is great. The scale of the leopard print on my hairband is kind of small. You know, that you can see a pattern repeat, you can see a lot of the pattern. The scale on the backdrop behind me is much larger. The actual patterns on it are, you know, as big as my head and they're spread out more. So there's a quick visual example of two different scales. All that to say, pattern mixing is most successful when the scales are different. If you have one really small scale, teeny weedy pattern with lots of repetition, you're going to want to pair that with a different fabric or a different surface with a larger scale, something that's bigger, broader. Maybe it's more spread out. That's really important. When you're trying to mix patterns, if you've got fabrics or materials that are kind of similar and the scales are kind of similar and you put them together It looks like a hot mess. It doesn't work. Even if there is something in common, that goof of scale makes them look like they don't belong together. Oddly enough, by messing with scale and having one be a small scale and one be much larger and more dramatic, that's actually going to unify things and make them look a lot better together. Now, so those are two tips. Find something in common Choose a different scale. That is going to be a really great starting point for you, but there is so much to pattern mixing that is kind of just trusting your gut and being intuitive and paying attention to what you're drawn to. And a great example of that with pattern mixing is leopard with black and white stripes none of the colors are the same. Leopard tends to be, well, this maybe has some black. There you go. Maybe that's the key. Leopard tends to be dark brown and cream, a smaller scale, black and white stripes, black and white. They could be any scale, but for whatever reason, I just love them. I wear a black and white striped t-shirt with this leopard headband, and I think it's a great classic combination. So like many things with interior design know the rules know the tips for success find something in common play with different scales but then also know how to break the rules when you just find something cool and you love how it looks together bust out of boring and trust your gut that really is the best advice the advice that's most true to me for pattern mixing go with your gut if it doesn't feel good don't do it if it feels good Even if you can't really explain why or understand why or even realize there's something in common, just do it, ma'am. It's going to be awesome and you're going to love it. Have an awesome week, my friends. Thank you so much for being here on Facebook and Instagram and the podcast. I will be back next Monday for another episode of Bust Out of Boring. See you guys then. You are awesome. Thank you so much for sharing part of your busy day with me. If you're digging the Bust Out of Boring podcast, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I so appreciate you taking the time to share the show with other ambitious, professional, and high-achieving women like you. If you want more help busting out of your boring home, you can grab my free interior design budget guide, kitchen design checklist, and more free resources at leslymyrick.com freebies. See you next Monday.